to my What's up, what's up everybody, it's your boy Trigger Troy and welcome back to Man of Horror, my horror pod where I talk all things scary. Now I was going to stay away a little bit longer, but I just couldn't do it. I miss you guys, I miss talking about horror and plus my life's been a little crazy lately, so decided to come back and do something that I enjoyed. So welcome to the second half of season one. With that, today is going to be another mega list. Well, the first mega list, actually. I've done mega episodes, but not a mega list yet. Most of my lists tend to be top five. But today, I am doing a top 20. That's right. Um, on episode two of the show, I did my top five final girls. And since then, I've added 15 more. So I figured today we can do my top 20 final girls. I love a good final girl. And, you know, like I said, I've already did my top five. So I figured, why not give you guys the rest? So, here it goes. Ever you do, don't fall asleep. In 20th place, I bring you the blonde bombshell herself, Miss Clear Rivers from Final Destination 1 and 2. Aside from the funny-ass name, <laughs> um, you know, she, she didn't survive the second film in the series, but she had Final Girl attitude throughout the second film. And then in the first, she just has like a, a cool transformation, you know, from timid and quiet to open and pretty much ready to take on death and it's fun to watch so that's mostly why she is number 20 you know again because she does die <laughs> eventually um everyone else on this list i believe yeah i'm pretty sure everyone else on this list does not die um or you know they stay alive throughout their series or franchises or whatever the case but um even still with her dying in the second one she has a different transformation you know she goes from reluctant to help to ready to lead the pack and again fun to watch the actress Allie Lauder is enjoyable to watch on screen as well so if you I'll say if you haven't seen the Final Destination films you suck you're a terrible person and you need to watch that shame um, no, I'm kidding. But um, in 19th place, we have the lovely Naya Charms from The First Purge. Um, I loved her character. You know, she was tough, smart, sweet, protective. But most importantly, she was black. <laughs> you know, she was a black woman final girl who walked across New York City during the purge. Like, baby girl had balls. And, you know, she had a lot of layers to her character that, worked you know we found out she was kind of like a <clears throat> like a thug girl in the past we find out that she doesn't have any parents she has to take care of her brother she's an activist you know it's just all these different things that we find out about her that just build up her character more and more you know so um hopefully there's like a purge sequel with her involved i'm, I'm like really hoping but there's only been one purge movie after that one so whatever we will see um and just a side note, the purge like continuity is a little fucked up, right? Like, I don't know, I don't know. Either way, I want her in another one. <laughs> My favorite part, and um, the first purge is when she yells, "Pussy grabbing motherfucker!" Like, hilarious. Um, in eighteenth place, another 
black woman final girl um emily haywood aka m from nope i can't stress enough how much i fucking love nope <laughs> jordan peele did such a good job man and ultimately you know this character like this is kiki palmer baby like she she played the hell out of this role and it's funny because it like, you know, she's a joy to watch, and, like, her character is very high energy, and she keeps you interested in the story, but I also feel like a lot of the character was Kiki Palmer in general, right? Like, like she was acting, but a lot of it was who she actually is. <laughs> but either way, um, she worked with a lot of the elements in the film, and you care where she ends up, you know? And... I like her character because, you know, she's smart. She's basically fighting a giant alien with inflatable tube men, fake horses, motorcycles, and cameras. You know, a lot of regular shit that she turns to use and survive with. So it's just, it's fun to see. And I love that Kiki Palmer is a part of the final girl fold now. In <laughs> um, 17th place, another from a Jordan Peele film, Addie Thomas. Um, from Us. And that's Lupita Nyong'o. Man, she is everything. Man, amazing actress. And like the transform, like the transformation that she underwent in this film as the doppelganger version of herself, totally award worthy. When like completely award worthy. And and it pisses me off that horror doesn't get you know the award type of attention that it should because alone the thing that she does with her voice and the creepy stare and her movements should have like the year this came out should have like sweeped like the fucking like oscars or something you know um but so many elements work with this and her her main character is great to watch too as a mother protecting her kids who actually has been the doppelganger the whole time like that whole switch thing it was like a it's a twist but i kind of saw it coming but i still enjoyed it you know um but again the movie is amazing and you love to see where Addie goes. And, like, the smile at the end of her confirming she's a doppelganger is just perfect. Like, man. And it's, it, and it's weird, too, because I would love to see more. But I feel like Jordan Peele isn't a sequel kind of guy. So we'll probably never know what happens next with that. Sadly. <laughs> um, anyway, in 16th place. Um, and I'll say she's only down here because she played a villain for most of the movie. So there's not much of a, like transformation as much as it is beginning and end if that makes sense you know um but it's mia allen from evil dead evil dead 2013 and i mentioned before i'm a huge fan of the evil dead series and i love this fucking movie and i love the story behind it like you know i know all about it thing is you know with maya originally she was kind of a, a stand-in for ash i feel like you know like a female retelling in a sense and you know, it's been confirmed to be canon now. So, her, you know, and it's a part of the original story. So her story is just different. But I was so iffy at first. And not even just about her, but about the movie. By the end of the movie, you end up rooting for her, though. And she survives and escapes the abomination. And I believe there's, like, a cutscene, I think I heard, of Ash showing up. But I could be wrong. Either way, <laughs> um, me is a fun character to watch. And her chainsaw hand is perfection. In 15th place, we hop back on to a, another black woman final girl. So needed. Um, Carla Wilson from I Still Know She Did Last Summer. 
I love Brandy in this. I, I love Brandy in general, but seeing her in this was so fun. Um, I've discussed this film on a list before, too. But ultimately, what I loved about her character is that she's strong from the beginning. You know, she's a bit bossy at times, but overall willing to take charge of me. And she has, like, one of my favorite... Or actually, I think she has my favorite chasing in that movie. Um, And just, like, you know, like I said, I love how she doesn't... Like, you know, she she takes charge and, and knows how to follow if need be. And I love how she doesn't gaslight Julie, despite, like, how many times her boyfriend does it. Like, constantly calling her fucking crazy. Um, you know, all she does is just attempt to calm Julie down like a friend, you know. So, I just like her character overall. And I think it was smart for her to just play dead until everything seemed to be over. Like, she literally was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to take a nap right here. Like, I think... Writing wise, the writers actually just forgot about her fucking character and she was maybe supposed to die early on, but they decided to be nice. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. Or the Norwoods, Brandy's mom was like, hey, my baby ain't dying in this. <laughs> that was like probably in a contract. Um, in 14th place, Cherry Darling from Grindhouse Planet Terror. This movie is like classic as hell. Literally, like it's visually modeled after like, you know, classic Grindhouse films. And it's just so fun to watch. The main character, Cherry Darling, is played by Rose McGowan, who I love. Um, Drawbreaker fame and fucking charmed and just... Rose McGowan is fire. Um, <laughs> and this is just one of my favorite roles of hers. You know, she starts off as a go-go dancer. Um, not a stripper, because she doesn't strip. That's, like, very specific to the, to the, <laughs> to the wording of the film. Uh, but a go-go dancer. And she quits... And basically gets her leg eaten off after, like, walking home from work. And has, like, a wild-ass, like, military-grade gun attached to her knee. And basically has a, a gun leg. And it's, it's so fucking badass. And, like, by the end, she's, like, this fearless leader of, like, a human resistance or whatever the fuck. But nevertheless, don't film. Check it out if you haven't. Um, and there's actually both films in, in a sense of, like, female empowerment final girl energy or final girl vibe or whatever her character is in the other film which is death proof but she dies like in the beginning of that one but anyway check out grindhouse super good <laughs> um and 13th place Haley keller from crawl yo crawl is fucking wild like the the main character is a champion swimmer whose city is like mega flooded from a tsunami or a hurricane or some shit like that and she goes to rescue her dad but their house is flooded and filled with fucking alligators and the alligators are fucking nuts like they are there's a scene and i'm just even surprised that she is a final girl because of this that like a, a, a crocodile or alligator whichever one it is chops the shit out of her like drags her across the basement floor like oh my god that's crazy it's 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 crazy um but the movie keeps you on your toes, you know, and Haley is so good at evading them for the most part like aside from the scene that i mentioned she does there's so many maneuvers that she has to take to stay away from these fucking crocodiles. And she does that shit. Like, there's a few moments, like I said, when they get her, or I think really just that one in the basement. But outside of that, like, she totally survives and she totally fucking deserves the uh, final girl banner. So check that one out if you have not. In 12th place, my girl Tree from Happy Death Day. Um, this one isn't like straight up horror film. It's it has some amazing horror elements, but you know it's more I guess horror comedy in a sense. But 
the uh, horror elements that really work are the fact that there is a a killer, you know, and there's a big whodunit aspect of the film. And it's just a very fun ride, you know. The killer, or not the killer, the main character, Tree, um, she has various deaths that over the course of the film cause her to grow into like a more confident and grounded character who's fun to watch and who you end up rooting for. Like, you know, in the beginning, you're like, oh yeah, kill this bitch. But <laughs> by the ending, you're like, okay, somebody needs to help her. Like, she needs to figure this out, you know? So um, definitely check out Happy Death Day if you haven't. Happy Death Day 2, it like deepens the story for what's happening. It adds backstory, which y'all know I love, but I don't think it's as good as the first one. So if you don't see the second one, eh, that's fine. <laughs> um, in 11th place, I bring you Geraldine from the Tales of the Crypt series, Demon Knight. Geraldine is played by Jada Pinkett Smith, which I wonder if she even remembers doing this. <laughs> but if you're a horror fan, you know all about Tales of the Crypt. And not only that, but you know about the Tales of the Crypt films, you know. And this is the second in the three films released. And by far, to me, the best. <laughs> it's, um, you know, a story related to religion and demons. It takes place in the middle of, like, nowhere. So many, like, there's, like, so many elements of this film that work. And Geraldine specifically is, like, my favorite of the film. She's basically a chosen warrior from a line of ancient warriors created during the crucifixion in charge of protecting a key imbued with the blood of Jesus Christ. Like, y'all know I love some backstory. And this one just gives us so much, and I love it. <laughs> like, literally talking about it now is going to be excited. I think I might watch it tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Now, in 10th place, one of the OGs herself, Julie fucking James. Like, from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Played by the always alluring Jennifer Love Hewitt. Julie James is like, I feel like she's like constantly changing. You know, on a constant changing journey from in both films, you know. Um, but mostly in the first one, you know, she starts off as a good girl, ready to go to college. Then she turns into a bit of an emo character, like all dark and broody and shit. And then she spend time, spends time remorseful um and wanted to solve the mystery and becomes like a detective and and a bit strong and ends up as a final girl you know it's a lot of phases <laughs> but it's enjoyable to watch um and then just looking back like i recently watched i know she did last summer like outside of julie's journey and and her being a final girl honestly it's probably not the best film like <laughs> So what you recently got mad at me when I said that because you know there's talk of there being like a uh, a, a sequel and Jennifer Love Hewitt is signed on, Freddie Prince Jr. signed on, and I think rewatching the original, you know, it's very classic for like nostalgia purposes, but there's like not a kill for like forty five minutes, and it's just it, <laughs> it it can come off boring compared to a lot of of um, horror, you know, and then like. It's honestly kind of the truth. I think we were kids and didn't really notice. But, like, it has a 44% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So, I think that kind of kind of says something, right? Now, um, in ninth place, Alice Johnson from Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, and Nightmare on Elm Street 5, um, The Dream Child. Now, while Elm Street 4 is great and Elm Street 5 is where the Elm Street films lose their edge, um, other than like a couple of fun kills, Alice is a consistent enjoyment in both films. 
her journey from shy daydreamer to dream warrior and mother is very fun to watch you know she navigates the changes really well and she's another one that grows on you and, and that you root for you know i honestly feel like she can come back in a new film which i'm personally writing Shh, be quiet <laughs> not like an official one but i'm uh, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it before. I'm just working working on like a spec script for a new Nightmare on Elm Street film, and I think I think my idea is really good. But whatever. Um, <laughs> in eighth place, I bring you guys Sally Hardesty from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've definitely talked about this film on the pod before as well. Thing about this is, you know, it looks so damn grungy and the bad quality, and it just it works. And then there's like this creepy ass laugh she does at the end that she like escapes Leatherface. It's so fucking eerie. Like I feel like, like I always wonder like after this she she had to go crazy. You know like there's there's no way she she went home normal after this. You know, um she went through a hell of a night and survived a hell of a family. So she totally deserves to be on this list. But what the fuck happened to her after that? Because that laugh just and oh, I hear it in my head and it's like a shriek. She sounds like a witch. Like it's it's so bad. Um, <laughs> in seventh place, the baddie, her fucking self, Gail Weathers from the Scream franchise. Um, Gail came on the scene and commanded attention. Like, literally from the moment we see her in the first Scream to the last moment we see her in, um, Scream 5. You know, every time she hits the screen, you're in it, you know? And I think my favorite Gail entrance is, and this is the movie that I love her in the most, is, uh, Scream 2. And aside from that, you know, she's a final girl in every fucking movie. She's yet to die. She's coming back for Scream 6. We can't wait to see it. And like I said, I just love her. You know, from talking shit to her camera crew to running from Ghostface. Like, everything she does, the relationship with Dewey, it's, it's, it's all, like, totally worthy, totally worthy <laughs> of her character. Um, my favorite scene of hers is actually in the first Scream, though, when she's, like, cussing her cameraman. Because my goofy ass brain immediately goes to scary movie when like Gail Hellstorm screams, "You're on my foot, fat shit." <laughs> oh, that shit is so terrible, man. Um, in sixth place, Ellen Ripley from the Alien franchise, uh, Sigourney Weaver. So badass is Ripley, right? Like from Alien to all the way to like Alien Resurrection, she only grows more and more tough in each film. And like quite literally, because you know, by the end she's like fucking half alien. Like I think the third one she's a clone and the second one it it was just a lot. Um but it's it's so fun to watch, you know, and I think the best version of her is from Aliens, the second one, where she's just like, you know, get away from her, you bitch. But <laughs> again, she is fired all the films. You know, I'm hoping we get a comeback. But honestly, I doubt it just because, you know, Sigourney's at a certain age at this point. But they might we have so much technology to, these days. Like she's definitely still acting. So why the fuck not? Right. Um, and actually, though, too, there's. um the the new one Fede Alvarez is the director of it and production has already started apparently so that's exciting um Fede Alvarez was the director of Evil Dead 2013 so definitely a good I think good person to conceptualize a new vision of Alien and and you know where it's going forward so that's super exciting all right so 
I've shared my top five before, so I'll keep it simple and just say who they are. But if you want, you know, a little bit more in depth, then check out episode two. And with that, number five is Kirsty Cotton from Hellraiser. Number four is Nancy Thompson from Nightmare on Elm Street. Number three is Aaron Harson from Your Next. Number two is Sydney Prescott from the Scream franchise. And number one, the fucking OG, Laurie Strode from the Halloween franchise. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. So, guys, I want to thank y'all so much for listening. I'm back, and it's so fun. I'm telling y'all, the second half of the season is so fire. And speaking of fire, um, check out my token review for the film Barbarian coming in two days. Remember, follow the official IG page for the pod, Man of Horror underscore podcast. Please rate and subscribe to the show. And until next time, stay spooky, folks. Peace.